0: So, y'all, we got Nana Yarko. Is that how to say your last name?
1: Nayarko.
0: Nayarko. That's what I said. I think that's what I said. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Na, Nana Nayarko on this pod today. And we're excited to have Nana. And we're bringing Nana on today because, uh, you know, again, y'all know we always bring people in with a variety of different backgrounds and who individuals who are able to speak to so many different things. And Nana, um, we've been friends for quite some time now. And she's a lawyer by training, but she does not do anything related to law. So we wanted to learn more about her, kind of just how she pivoted into this Airbnb space. So Nana, the floor is yours. Can you give us a little bit about your educational background and why? Let's actually start with that. Why did you decide to go into law school?
1: Um, So I decided to go to law school kind of during the Great Recession. So, you know, just like a lot of people, I was actually working, my undergraduate degree is in business. So I was working in business and sales and um, actually pharmaceutical sales and was laid off. And even before that, I knew I wanted to get a secondary degree. Um, So I considered getting my MBA. um, But for me, law school presented a really interesting challenge. I loved debating. I loved reading. um, And I wanted at the time to really find my place in being able to help people. Um, And I also had a background in real estate already. So I figured I would specifically want to do real estate and contract law so i took the opportunity um just kind of studied got in and went from there
0: that's amazing so with realist so you have a background in law and you were also doing real estate and it was that the impetus that essentially propelled you into being um you know going into the space that you're currently in
1: a little bit so i mean i always had this interest in real estate i was actually still doing real estate kind of on the side even while i was in law school um so i was always doing something a little extra and at the time i was also traveling like whenever i you know after law school i was i was traveling whenever i had the time off from work and i just kind of had this hustle mentality and i was like i want to make extra money because i was working as a contract attorney so when i wasn't working i wasn't necessarily making money so so whenever i would travel i was like i want to cover my expenses during these trips um and i just thought this is around 2014 i was like well this airbnb thing sounds pretty cool let me try um, you know, renting my space out on Airbnb, my apartment while I travel. And I know a lot of people think that's crazy because it's where I lived. <laughs> but I was just like, oh, this is awesome. I'm on vacation and making additional money um, while I'm on vacation. So I just really enjoyed that. So I kind of fell into it in that regard.
0: Oh, that's amazing. You know, I, I had a conversation with my brother yesterday. Last night, actually, we faced Tom then. We were talking about um just airbnb in general because he lives in washington dc uh he is in law school um you know and you know with law schools nowadays they're they're pretty much remote so he's he's in his his law school is in houston texas but he is um living in dc and he's essentially joining these zoom sessions and we were talking about airbnb because he was he was doing airbnb i would say about four Five years, you know, about five years ago, and he was introduced to the business model by my line brother, who's a who's a cosmetic dentist right now in um, in um, in California. And we were talking about it, and I'm like, man, it's such a great revenue stream, just because mm-hmm. you know you can you, people literally live with you. And I remember during that time, my brother was, I mean, he was making so much money, and I'm like, man. Now the challenge was that he would always sleep at friends' house, but he, you know, he turned it into a business, and I, I wanted to pivot that and ask you what are some I guess um, tidbits or what are some key information to know about you know going into this space if you have somebody who is interested in being um, renting their space out or becoming a a Airbnb host how do you recommend that they get started
1: so the first thing I would do um, and I would recommend this before but especially now is to really learn and understand your particular market so you want to know like in terms of Airbnb, what can you do in your city or county and what can't you do? Like, can you host, you know, just a few nights at a time or do you need to host more than 30 days? Um, Because some cities nowadays are starting to put some regulations on short-term rentals. So that would be the first thing I would suggest. But then I would also say, find out like, what is the nightly rate, like run your comparables, like, you know, coming from the real estate world, right? You want to run comps. So your comparable sales is what you would say if you were a realtor, but in this regard, you'd say, run your comparable, um, listings and hosts. Like, so for your particular property, if you have a one bedroom with one bath, what are one bedrooms, one bathrooms in your area going for on a nightly rate so you can kind of price correctly so that you're making sure that you're bringing in the right kind of guests, the right kind of revenue that you want to see, um, and then decide how often do you want to host. So like for me, when I started, I was only doing it whenever I would travel. And I, I, for me, I traveled a lot at the time. Um, but then I was just kind of also doing it, you know, maybe part time on the weekends if I was still there. Um, so it just depends, I would say kind of put together your plan and your strategy.
0: Most of. So, you know, it's interesting. I, anytime when I think about, you know, hosting or renting out my place, for example, I always think the best types of um, places to rent out are places that are close to huge metropolitan areas, right? So we live in Las Vegas, Nevada, and I was a little apprehensive in turning my home into an Airbnb. Although, like yourself, I do travel a lot but there's this thing in my mind where it's like, you're not going to get any hits. Nobody's going to you know, rent your place out just because you have to be downtown. You have to be at the Strip. So would you say that that's kind of another misconception with Airbnb rentals? Or is there truth to the fact that it's better to just be in like five miles from the airport? What are your thoughts on that?
1: Um, That's definitely a myth and misconception because you will be pleasantly shocked and surprised at where people travel to, especially now here in the United States. Like, there's actually a trend of people, people are still booking in major metropolitan cities, but there's also a trend of people wanting to be outside of the major cities, you know, and be kind of away from all of the action because of everything that's going on. But even before, uh, you know, the pandemic, people people travel for a multitude of reasons. So people might be coming to your area and they specifically don't wanna be in the mix of the city or they wanna be close enough, but then have enough space. And maybe they can't get that downtown. Um, Maybe they're traveling with their family. So they want three or four bedrooms plus parking and all this. And so like, for instance, coming from where I, I was in Washington, DC, I also had properties outside of the city and Airbnbs outside of the city, because a lot of times families, they didn't want to have to deal, like they were visiting DC, but they didn't want to have to deal with the issues of parking and being congested and all of that. So they preferred to have, you know, a place in maybe Maryland or Virginia, where it's like four or five bedrooms and the whole family can be there. So it's so many reasons why people travel. you know, you may be just going to visit family who's up the road, but you don't want to stay with the family, you know, um, you want to have your own space and the family lives like nowhere near downtown. So I would say if you have any sort of any sort of hotel around your area, that means that people are traveling to that area. And when I say hotel, I mean even motels, like people are traveling um, or staying or wanting to, to do a staycation or whatever the case may be, kind of almost anywhere. Um, I have fellow hosts that I know that live in really remote areas and they still do well. Now they may do really well during like a high season for their area. Let's say they live in like a seasonal town, like in, I'm just using this as an example, in Maine or something, but they charge really high rates during those seasonal times. And so they make enough money for the entire year. But in general, like it's a big myth because I I have seen people do Airbnbs all over. Now you still want to do your research and make sure the money is good for what you're like for the area you're looking at. um, That it's going to make sense, you know, and cover all the expenses of the property, whether it's your own home or whether it's something that you're um, renting for Airbnb or co-hosting, whatever the case may be. So you just want to make sure it makes sense and do your research. Um, But I wouldn't limit yourself to just Oh, I need to be by the metropolitan area only.
0: Yeah, it certainly makes sense. I think what you mentioned in particular when you stated that if there's a if there's a hotel in a particular place, like the hotel is not just there just to be there, there has to be a reason why mm-hmm. they are there. It's like people probably travel there, so that's that's a really good point. If somebody asked you today, Nana, what do you do? How do you what do you say to them? Like, how do you explain that?
1: It's, uh, (laughs) these days I say I'm an Airbnb host um, and I manage several properties now across the country and I teach people how to start their first Airbnb or scale an Airbnb that they already have.
0: Got it. So Mm -hmm. as an Airbnb host slash coach slash everything that you do, what does your typical day look like? When do you wake up in the morning? Like I'm sure there's a variant to your everyday life, right? Like, how does that, how does that play out, generally speaking?
1: Yeah, so that's a, that's a great question because as, a, as an entrepreneur, especially coming from, like, corporate America, you have to find structure because your day is, like, kind of open. And so I have had to, over the last couple of years kind of give myself more structure especially in the morning because I'm a kind of free-spirited person anyway so um, my days usually look like I wake up around anywhere between 6 and 7 a.m and then I like you know do my reading meditate I usually pray uh, meditate and read and then I'll work out and so that like if I get those things done early early first thing in the morning my day flows so much better. And then I, I um, am checking in with my team because I have a team that helps me manage my um, the different Airbnbs that I have. So I'm checking with the, in with them, reviewing certain things like pricing, our occupancy rates, how our listings are doing um, to make sure that we're actually booked. And um, then I am actually working on, I do have a course. So I'm either improving the course or working with my clients and um, students that are in the course to kind of help them, you know, better their their businesses, kind of help them launch their Airbnbs. If they have an area they may be working on or they're stuck on, um, I'm just working with them through that.
0: That sounds like a very exciting day. Uh, you know, yeah. I... I am currently working uh, as a medical science liaison and one of the things that I love about my job is that every day is not the same, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not monotonous doing the same thing every single day, which some people find joy and value in that and it's not wrong, it's just, you know, knowing what works best for you and I definitely like the variance um, that your day gives you.
1: Yeah, it gives me a lot of flexibility, and then when I'm actually looking for Airbnb properties, that's the best time. Well, looking for them is fun for me, and then also designing them. Um, So I just recently moved out here uh, to the Vegas area, but um, so I'm going to start looking again soon. But I love designing properties. I love designing Airbnb specifically. Um, Just because I like doing like a nice, cohesive look and cohesive theme sometimes, nothing too kitschy, although that is really popular. Like people like going to themed Airbnbs like I've seen people do like full on like Harry Potter themes or full on. um, What's that show on Netflix with the kids? Stranger Things. Yeah, I know a host who did a full on Stranger Things themed airbnb and it's very popular (laughs) like people book it um so but i I mean that's not quite my thing but i love designing so that takes up uh time in my days as well when i'm actually launching a new unit
0: yeah right right obviously we're going through a a pandemic right now which is truly insane who would have thought that this was going to be our situation this year I, i wanted to ask if you can comment on the impact of uh this pandemic on the you know uh the tourism industry specifically for accommodations such as airbnb and i seen on your instagram you posted a few weeks ago if i remember correctly something about you know airbnb definitely has challenges but it's not as great as what we think it is so i wanted to ask if you can uh, briefly comment on you know, your thoughts on how this pandemic has affected, you know, housing and people being able to rent their homes out.
1: Yeah, so it's been quite interesting because, of course, when it all started, like bookings were canceled. It was it was really out of the blue. So it it was it was a tough time. It was almost like a bloodbath. But for me and my business and my units, we pivoted pretty quickly to midterm rentals. And so um, that has been really good. We do a lot of uh, travel nurses or people just kind of you know looking for something temporary because their situation is temporary. So so many people don't know what their next move is. Um, so short- term rentals are actually becoming a lot more popular. And in terms of Airbnb, they are actually moving forward with their IPO this year, so they're going public and they had i think of their record number of bookings back in uh i want to say august or july per in one day so the oh, thing is it's it? like yeah yeah it's wow. it's been pretty crazy i think they said um they were up like what was the number i'm trying to look it up now like several million